Well, greetings, friends. Welcome to another day of uh, St. Paul's Anglican Mission. We're glad you could make it out this morning to pray with us as we seek to hear the words of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. In the Gospel reading today, St. Luke tells us about Christ coming near Jerusalem. And while Christ is coming towards Jerusalem, he weeps. Jesus weeps for the hardness of the hearts of its inhabitants. Our Lord shows his tenderness towards those who have rejected him. Again, his attitude is not righteous anger, but tenderness. Weeping for those who dwell in the city that did not hearken to his call. For those who would eventually crucify him. This reading reminds us that of the words of the prophet Ezekiel. God desireth not the death of a sinner, but that he should turn from his wickedness and live. Ezekiel 18.23 Though in a sense we have all rejected Christ, We have all turned to wickedness and struggled to put our trust in his good work that he delivered to us on the cross. Though that is true, Christ is weeping for those who have heard his words, those who have seen his miracles, and those who have come so close to the divine. He weeps for those who have chosen their legalistic ritualism, over the spiritual freedom given to them in Christ's ministry. His sorrow is present because Jesus knows there are consequences to spiritual ignorance. Jerusalem has seen their Messiah, and they've rejected him. Eventually, they would crucify him. The Jewish people in Jerusalem chose to keep what was familiar, what was good, instead of heeding the words of a God who had become man. Brothers and sisters, we cannot take this lightly. Because we too find ourselves susceptible to claiming our virtue over real faith. We live in a day and age where goodness is seen as some sort of divine standard. I can't tell you how many times I've heard friends and family members say to me, I'm a pretty good person, as an attempt to justify their lack of belief. Or how many people I have known who someone had exchanged faith in God with a cause. Instead of attending church, many of my friends have become, began attending protests. Let me tell you something. Our actions do not justify us. There's nothing saving in what you do as a human being. I do believe that good works can be an outpouring of our faith in Christ, but it is faith that must come first. As Christ pursues us, 
reveals himself to us and calls us out by name, we must use that faith which we have received to turn to him. We must be grafted into Christ before we can bear the fruit that resembles a godly life. Good works without faith in Christ are absolutely dead. The mood of our reading moves from sorrow to anger as Christ enters the temple. Jesus chases out the merchants, rebuking them, saying, Ye have made it a den of thieves. We see here in this part of our reading that Christ cares about the divine. He cares about sacred things and rebukes those who would profane his father's house. He cares, I'm sorry, this isn't a verse I usually use when I address my evangelical friends who enjoy churches with rock bands and coffee shops. But it does give us insight to what our attitude should be when we are in our Father's house. When we gather for worship, it is so important that we have reverence for the Word of God. That we listen with anticipation for the good things God has to tell us in His inspired Scripture. And that we make not a mockery of the communion of saints. When we meet for worship, even when we meet in a schoolhouse without plumbing, remember that you are also meeting your king. We are praying with angels and archangels and the multitude of saints who have passed before us and all the company of heaven. We are here to meet a king who has humbled himself to die so that we may be given new life. Christ chases out the merchants because he will not be mocked. The Messiah came to Jerusalem. They rejected and crucified him. The Messiah comes here to you now so that you may believe and be saved by him. Christ came preaching repentance that grace may be freely given. With thankful hearts and due reverence, Let those who have been called worship their maker. Amen.